All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Thank you for tuning into Oilers Nation After Dark. Connor Halley with you here as usual. Hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, today on the show, we're going to be recapping the Oilers 5-4 victory over the San Jose Sharks in overtime. We'll be joined by Liam as well as our producer, Aaron Bordado. This game was absolutely crazy. The goaltending was good enough to get the job done. At the end of the game, it was Darnell Nurse with the winner, his eighth goal of the season on the breakaway. With the win, the Oilers now have 40, well, 40 wins, 23 and 8. 40, 23 and 8 would be their record. That's 88 points, third in the Pacific. And that puts them within two points of the LA Kings. But the bad news is the LA Kings are beating up on Calgary six to one right now, and uh, they'll they'll get two more points and be tied for first in the division with Vegas. So if you're watching on YouTube right now, make sure you hit that like button. We appreciate it. We'll jump into the chat right away. Uh, Facebook feed having some issues, so hopefully we'll get a few more people in the YouTube feed as well. As we always say, though, hit that like button. I see the chat going crazy right now. Uh, before we get to the good, the bad, the oily, brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. We'll do a quick rundown of exactly what happened and my. My sheet is an absolute mess. There was a ton going on in this game. Uh, challenges left, right, center, all over the place. And uh, let's just get into exactly what happened at first. So uh, first things first, a no goal. That became a trend at Thomas Hurdle. Uh, but the San Jose Sharks would still take a one nothing lead. Alexander Barbashev with his 15th goal of the season. Uh, Hurdle, the shot, it was a big rebound. And all of a sudden, 
we're starting to panic a little bit for Jack Campbell. What's going to happen? Uh, Nick Bukesta would score his 16th goal of the season to even things up at one apiece after 20 minutes. On to the second, uh, Kyler Yamamoto gets his 10th goal of the season. Uh, good work by that line. Connor Rick David and uh, Ryan Eugene Hopkins picking up the helpers there. Uh, just a good hustle shift leading to a goal. Uh, Steven Lorenz would get his eighth goal of the season for the San Jose Sharks. That made it two to two. Uh, breakaway goal. I don't know. Some people might want to blame Jack Campbell. He made the first save and then just showed some really good hand-eye coordination to tap that one in. Like I said, that made it 2-2. Sprinkled in there, we also had two disallowed goals. Uh, Zach Hyman, of course, whenever he scores a goal, it's not going to count. That's just the way it goes. And then Andreas Johansson for the San Jose Sharks. Uh, After Steven Lorenz, Eric Carlson would get his 21st goal of the season. Uh, A little bit of watching. Carlson makes them pay, and the Sharks lead three to two. Good news, though. The Oilers' Swedish defenseman, Matthias Ekholm, scores his seventh goal of the season. Dry and Bouchard picking up the helpers on that one. Then Carlson would score once again. These two are just dueling here. Matthias Ekholm, then he scores again to tie things up in the third period. There was another disallowed goal. Noah Gregor just a little bit offside. And uh, for the Oilers' uh, <laughs> the, the MVP of this one. Well, we'll get to that in the good, the bad, the oily. And then in overtime, as you guys saw it, it was absolute mayhem back and forth action. It was absolutely fantastic. Darnell nurse, number eight on the season, the Oilers win, they pick up the two points and uh, it was a, a fun game. Well, let's break it all down here. Well, we'll start off right now with the good, the bad, the oily brought to you by cornerstone insurance. The Good, the Bad, the Oily, brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance Brokers, Edmonton's premier boutique insurance brokerage with over 90 years of success and still growing. Visit cornerstoneins.ca slash nation to get an online tenant or condo insurance quote in just a few minutes and use the discount code NATION for an exclusive rate. Find out why Cornerstone Insurance Brokers is ranked amongst the best in Alberta. And as we get to the Good, the Bad, the Oily, we bring in our guest on Oilers Nation After Dark tonight. We've got Liam in the house. Liam, good evening. How you doing? Good evening. I, I'm well. What a what a roller coaster, to say the least. I I didn't have any of my bets, but boy, oh boy, did I have a great time tonight, Connor. Yeah, I mean the the simple bet with Betway would have been the over. I mean it might have been some yes. stress with all the disallowed goals, but yeah, Betway nineteen plus bet responsibly. Uh, before we get to the good, the bad, the oily, I have to ask you the hard hitting question: How many bananas tonight, Liam? I had uh, I, I had two tonight, and they both came in the third period because, <laughs> man, oh, man, was that just stressful. You kind of felt like something was coming, but the bananas took me off the edge for a little bit there. Calm the nerves, yeah. People were asking in the chat, so we had to get right to that one. Uh, 131 people there. Hit that like button. Uh, where are we at here? Leon Dreisaitl has 106 points. So let's try to get at least 106 likes now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've got some more people coming over that would usually watch on Facebook. The Facebook stream is down. Uh, it's not you guys. It's us. And we'll just do it on the YouTube here. It, we'll get through it. Okay, Leon, let's get to the good tonight. And the good for the Edmonton Oilers tonight, we got to say the deadline pickups. And uh, when they combine for three goals and timely goals, uh, it worked out quite well. Uh, Matias Ekholm. I mean, what can you say? This guy's finding his offensive touch as of late. We know how good he can be defensively, but uh, Ken Holland probably sitting up in his press box smiling. Yeah, he had a a grin from ear to ear tonight, I think Mr. Holland did. But I was trying to, I was just watching them when you were doing your intro, all the goals, because so much happened in that game. So many goals were disallowed. It was kind of hard to remember, but (laughs) the Echo one was absolute banger. Like, 
What a man to just walk in there and absolutely hammer that puck the way he did on that game-tying goal and played well defensively too. I love the way, I'm not even sure who it was on San Jose, but shortly after he scored his second, the guy was kind of in Campbell's grill a little bit and he did not allow that to happen. And I don't know if anybody else saw it, but in the overtime, uh, Nugent Hopkins was lagging behind a little bit and Ekholm just gave him a little push of his stick to edge him forward. So Ekholm doing whatever it takes to win a hockey game and you love it. And Nick Bukestad got a shift in overtime too. So it kind of shows the trust level with him. 16 goals now this season. So it's been a great pickup. I'm sure uh, not many people are missing Michael Kesselring now that Nick Bukestad's found the net a few times for the Oilers. Yeah, don't wake up that crowd. I know they were pretty <laughs> upset when that deal was made. Um, just Bukestad tonight, 47% in the face-off circle. Maybe not his best night. Not 100%, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, you score goals. People will quickly forget, okay, with the good comes the bad. And the bad tonight, I think we have to say, playing to their level, referring mm-hmm. to the San Jose Sharks. Uh, they have the second-worst record in the NHL. They're 1-7-2 in their last 10. I believe they have the second-most goals allowed in the NHL behind only the Ducks. They're a team that's basically just playing out this season and, you know, maybe different than the Arizona Coyotes who have these young players who are probably excited to be here. The Sharks are a pretty veteran team and uh, for the Edmonton Oilers, if if there has to be a bad, uh, it's probably that they couldn't pick up the two points in regulation and, you know, maybe have this one over by second intermission. Yeah, it was a it was a weird one. It, it just felt like every time San Jose went down the ice, it was a, a good opportunity for them and Put on Campbell if you want, but also there's five players in front of him that they have to get through first. And they had so many clear-cut chances. And, yeah, it was weird because at moments they would absolutely walk all over them. But, yeah, there was times in the game where they just kind of let the foot off the gas. And like you said, San Jose does have some veteran players, some guys who have, have been around the league for a while. Obviously, Eric Carlson is probably going to win a Norris this season. And then uh, Thomas Hurdle, as much as he liked to pass to the Oilers tonight, he's obviously a threat whenever he's out there as well, Logan Couture. So they're they're a very strange team. They're obviously a team that's trying to go into a rebuild, but have all these contracts that's kind of screwing it up a little bit. So you gotta you got to make sure you stay on top of your game when you play the Sharks. You can't just sit there and look at the record. Yeah, I mean, and we we talked about it. Uh, we we had the debate about having Campbell as the bad, but then I think kind of came to the realization, you know, the first goal, the rebound was big, and that's one you don't necessarily want to see. Maybe the harder pads he talked about a couple of weeks ago, but after that, I mean, it was just you know Carlson being allowed to walk right in, um, you know, just kind of the guys in front of him. So I had yeah. a few cases where Campbell actually made some big saves at the start of the third period. Uh, then there, around the seventeen minute mark, he made a couple saves on. Uh, Couture and Lorenz, I believe, like he, he, he made a few big saves. So yeah, yeah, I think the guys in front of him probably in this one we can look at, but Hey, they found a way to get it done. And with the oily tonight, uh, what do we have as the oily? Oh yeah. The challenges because there was so many four goals disallowed. I can't, my sheet was so messy. I mean, <laughs> if I got lost, that's why I had so much stuff going on here. But uh, Hurdle had one disallowed, Hyman. We also had Noah Gregor and Johansson. So, like, it was just happening all over the place. But uh, Jeremy Kupal, the Oilers video coach, I think we got to give him some credit because he's been fantastic this year. Yeah. Yeah. And he uh, he definitely helped Jack Campbell's stats as much as he could tonight, as uh, with disallowing three for the Oilers. But it is quite remarkable how that guy. He's just on it immediately. Like I never have any doubt. I think when I was on the show last corner, we spoke about how 
Stuart Skinner, I feel so comfortable when he's between the pipes for the Oilers. Well, when the Oilers make a challenge, I truly have no doubt in my mind that it's more than likely getting overturned because just the the centimeters this guy can like judge between everything is amazing. And some of them are pretty clear. Like the the Couture one was pretty obvious. Like the Hyman one had just been disallowed. But the first one that was disallowed, I was quite surprised the linesman just didn't see it, to be honest. And then the Gregor one was obviously tight. I'm, so, I'm sure uh, Jason Gregor wasn't too fond about that. I do believe he had a tweet. I won't read it on here, but he had something out there. But yeah, like Jeremy Cooper, hats off to you because you truly are the MVP on some nights for this team. Yeah, um, Gregor's tweet, bull, bull spit. Let's just say it was bull spit. And yeah, hopefully he gets down in the locker room and they give him that vest because uh, yeah, he was absolutely fantastic. Um, I, I think that, you know, probably a, a common thread on this show and most any sports shows uh the referees tonight uh there was i believe yamamoto got dropped in the slot there was nugent hopkins getting basically tackled by reimer good form but uh what do you think of the refs tonight i thought they were brutal i thought they were absolutely horrendous and like both ways too there's multiple times where a team they were literally just throwing picks there was one on ecom actually he moved the guy out of the way and I think it might have been Bouchard that was able to walk in and get a shot on Nuge. I can't remember, but how are you not seeing these calls, especially the Nugent Hopkins one with the hug? There was the, the Hyman one uh, in the first period as well, where the interference, Hyman didn't even have the puck. It wasn't even close to him, and he was getting hit into the boards already. But it wasn't, uh, wasn't the referee's night tonight, to say the least. But we took advantage of the challenges and got the crowd into it a little bit. But... Hey, it's NHL officiate, and I do not expect any kind of perfection on any given night, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that. You know, you're, you're going to get beat. I'm just going to tackle you, like, straight up. I'm not even going to try to hide it. Uh, some stranger, Joey the Backup Optimist, with almost identical tweets or messages there. The refs were a joke. The refs were awful. Um, we've got Tom Tom Club saying Soup was on fire. QF Pro says five in a row, right? I think it's four in a row now. Mm-hmm. Eight and two in their last ten, so playing some good hockey. Uh, Jerry says just ate five bananas after that win. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you're starting a trend here, Liam. Yep. Um, yeah, chat's going crazy right now, so make sure you keep on hitting that like button. Um, where do we what, jump the, uh, what does the chat think about Jack Campbell, Connor? Any Anything? I'm assuming I already know what it says, but I'm, I'm just curious. Uh, it's all. I mean, there's so much going on here. Give us, give us a, if you're in the chat, give us another message right now. What do you think about Jack Campbell? Uh, he made 28 saves on 32 attempts. On the flip side, Reimer, 47 of 52. He was a busy man tonight uh, getting all the action on that side of things. But uh, let's see what we hear. They'll, they'll come in soon. Some people saying that he did okay. Um, and I, I think that's fair. I wouldn't say he was amazing. I, I think he was okay. I, it's funny, isn't it? Because I'm sitting there watching the game and I, I, we obviously all watch as fans and then you kind of have to turn your hat around and, and think about it a little bit more clearly. But when you look at the goals, like the first one, sure, like wasn't great, but also the others are just giving up like three huge chances, right? All, almost three in a row. I think they just hit the post right before too. So not great, but also the team's got to be better in front of him on that. The Carlson one was a pretty good goal. One of them was a screen. I can't remember the other one. I think that might have even been like a backdoor tap into. Like the goals he actually allowed that counted probably weren't as much his fault as you want. But I understand the frustration now. It's like every single time this guy goes into the net, something bad seems to happen and the others have to do something different to win. 
but in some cases they do need to play a bit a little bit better in front of him too and these games are weird because you have so much momentum in the offensive zone then sometimes you have to come back and defend on the rush and all that and it obviously gives San Jose better chances and so what's going to happen when Jack Campbell isn't playing well enough to play against the good teams that they're going to get better defensive performances instead he's going to get these higher end chances to be honest that are likely going to go in the back of the net where we've been playing but with that said, you said it in your little speech about him there before too. He made some big saves in the third period. He made a big save in overtime. He kind of stepped up when they really, really needed him the most. So you got to give him some credit for for allowing seven with only four counting. That's uh, a few people have pointed that. I think there was one in here, and I'm sorry I can't give you the credit, but it was like 11 if you count posts. So 12 says Troy, yeah. But you, you don't count posts because they didn't mm-hmm. go in the net, so you're still good. even a shot on goal. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty much a miss. Um, so Joey, the backup optimist soup wasn't too terrible. Team defense was the problem. I would agree. Uh, Ewan says Campbell had problems. So did the D. T-Bone mm-hmm. says good enough. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, pretty average. Pretty average. Uh, Lance says, can we get some nurse love? Lance, what a silly thing to ask. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, game-winning goal. Uh, he's got a lot of naysayers but uh can't argue with that one I, I was a little bit nervous when he got in there i thought he might get caught but he, he did just enough to bury it yeah yeah he tucked that one in like he's done it a few times before i think <laughs> it was someone it might have been oilers that tweeted it, but that's the fourth overtime winner he scored now for the oilers which is the most by a defenseman in overtime i think it is in Oilers history which is quite remarkable with some of the defensemen that have come through the Oilers system so here it is but if, if Nurse can do anything, he can skate. So I'm not too surprised he kind of got through there, but really good finish. And yeah, he's uh, he's been pretty good the last handful of games, I would say. I think, I mean, for that one, definitely has to be uh, a confidence builder, right? Like, uh, good for him to get that one, get the big goal, make a big play when his team needs it. He's part of the leadership group there. So I think that's big. And then, you know, even just going back to Jack Campbell, I mean, that's... We, we don't know. People have talked a little about the confidence. He's pretty honest when he has a tough game. He's kind of self-deprecating, rips himself down a little bit. But, I mean, I got to think for the confidence for both of those guys. The night's game was absolutely massive, uh, especially Jack Campbell. And, you know, we'll see what happens. The Oilers, obviously, you know, they have a couple back-to-backs here where it's one very good team and one bad team. So it's really not too tough for uh, the coaching staff to decide where they want to go with the starting goalies. Jack Campbell's going to get his opportunities. Stuart Skinner does need to be, I think, you know, watched a little bit here going into playoffs. But um, yeah, I mean, it, I, I think for the confidence lower for this team, although it wasn't the prettiest win for a couple of players, uh, a pretty big one. Uh, yeah, our producer Aaron Extraordinaire says uh, he's got the goals ready here. So why don't we take a look at those? Uh, here is Bukestad. Uh, Liam, what'd you make of the play here? Honestly, I can't remember what happened. So let's take a look. Yeah, that went through, but oh yeah, that was it. Oh, it was Fogel with the pass, right? Nice little play there to find him on the back. But Bukestad, he's like we said, kind of off the top. He's been a really good addition to this team. I think two of his goals have basically come from the doorstep there. I can't remember the other one he scored, but it's uh, that's what he's there to do, right? I like you said about the win there. Like if you get two points, it doesn't matter. If the puck goes in the net, I don't care where you score it from. Just put it in the net. And there's a few Oilers players that might have missed those ones in the past. Like even the other day when we played Dallas and Warren Fogo took a slap shot from basically the blue paint, like he was on the blue line, uh, just to make sure he get tucked in there. But that's what you want to see. And 
yeah, just a just a good play by that depth of the Oilers right now. And that depth is really, really showing. We were talking about it on Oilers Nation every day today that Warren Fogle has one goal in his last 10 games, I guess 11 games now, but you would never know with the way he's playing, with the confidence he has. So I think it's just uh, it's a good idea of what this group is all about with the moment and the confidence they're playing with. So hopefully Jack Campbell can t- kind of take that confidence with him too and done on this. Yeah, and on, just on that goal, uh, I thought it was a really nice play by Matthias Janmark off the boards, find Warren Fogle, who, you know, head up, finds a guy. Warren Fogle, I think, deserves a little bit of credit for the way he's played as of late, playing some good hockey. Okay, I think we got this is the Kyler Yamamoto goal. Uh, in my little rant there, I had said it was kind of a good shift by Yamamoto, Nuge, and McDavid. Kyler goes to the net, stick on the ice, buries it. Uh, hey, streaky goal scorer. When he gets one, he can get a couple. Yeah, that's what that's what Yamamoto does. He's I think this was his forty seventh game of the season. He's now has ten goals. Well, he's got twenty and eighty two last year, or right around there. So he's pretty much on pace for right around what he would have done. And I know people are critical of his his streakiness. To those people, I would say, how are you not used to it by now? This is exactly who Kyle Yamamoto is and always will be. He's a twenty to twenty five goal scorer in the NHL when he's fully healthy. One thing to consider with him is the injuries he's had this season have been have been neck and head uh, concussion injuries, right? So they're tough to come back from. They take two or three games once you actually get on the ice to recover fully. So he seems to be finding his rhythm right now. I think that's his fifth goal since the since the trade deadline or in his last like 15, 12 games or something like that. So he's been doing pretty well. I know he had those couple of chances against Boston and everyone was ready to drive him to whatever city he got, he got traded to, but... <laughs> Yamamoto, I like him as a as a good depth option for this team. He can he can kind of play if if Fogel's not buzzing, you can put him there, or if they're both working in their positions, and you got a couple of good NHL forwards there. Yeah, uh, in March, now he's up to five goals. He had uh, two goals against Winnipeg, a goal against Toronto, a little bit of a lull, but now he's got two two goals in the last two games. So uh, certainly finding ways to get it done. Uh, okay, how about we take a look at Ekholm here? Um, I, I thought just good awareness by him seeing the ice, seeing that he had the lane to go to the net, and then what a great little finish. Nice little backhand there. Yeah, well, every Oilers fan was looking for an offensive defenseman <laughs> at the deadline. Well, there's one for you, Matthias Ekholm. It's, uh, I don't think he fully got the opportunities in Nashville that he maybe could have had just because of the other great defensemen they, they've had there, obviously Roman Yossi being one of them. But if he can be that guy for the Oilers just to provide that extra offense from the back, a little bit of a threat, he's an absolute beast like just the goals like that one to go backhand and drive yourself to the net there and then obviously the game tying goal which almost broke the net and broke the glass behind him with how much power he had in behind that shot he's uh he's been a special special player and i think he's someone Oilers fans are just going to appreciate for the whole time he's here to be honest uh 68 likes right now that's great but uh it'd be good if we can get a few more so if you're watching on youtube make sure you hit that like button uh loomis is taken off thrown in the towel early loomis have a great night uh who else we got in here we got a good for cody cc yeah he had a big save uh, uh on the goal line uh we've got a lot going on here but let's keep this goal trend going because uh matthias i mean <laughs> Come on, you can't let him walk in like that. But what a yeah. shot. Just yeah, crazy shot. A perfect shot selection. Just uh not even finesse that thing, just absolutely hammer it. Something Evan Bouchard should probably consider in some aspects of it. And I'm sure he will. It's not a shot at him. It's just he's still learning. Like, but just if you get the shot, hit it. 
because you that's what you do right the aircom knows what he's capable of and saw the opportunity and and took it there and what a massive goal what was that 347 left i think it says there just oilers needed that one so bad it felt like it was coming I can tell you right now, I did not expect it to come from Eckholm. I was hoping McDavid for some obvious reasons. But yeah, great goal by Eckholm and to get the boys at least a point and ended up in two, of course. Yeah, and I mean, McDavid and Drysdale pick up assists there. So they, they did get their their cookies a little bit. But uh, for Matias Eckholm, I, I just like how he he you know his feet are moving. He sees open ice and he's going to mm-hmm. go to it. And then he gets rewarded by it. Uh, you mentioned Evan Bouchard. I think that's a very good point because, you know, once he starts to get that element into his game, become a little bit more of a threat, I think that's going to go a long way. Uh, 8-2-L-A. Uh, we've got people asking about the game on Wednesday. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Oilers Coyotes. 830, yep. but now they're saying 852, which is very on par for the NHL. They like to do that. So, Liam, in oh, your no. infinite wisdom, please explain this to me. The Oilers and Coyotes are going to play. That's going to be a fun game. And, yep. you know, you're trying to grow the game. You're trying to get McDavid and Drysaddle onto the national stage. Maybe let some Americans watch them in the bigger media markets in that country. It's going to be 11 o'clock. By the time that game starts, I'm rounding up, but 11 o'clock PM Eastern time for a McDavid versus the Coyotes game. Uh, Can you explain to me in any way how this is a good idea from the NHL? It is not a good idea. It doesn't make any sense. This could be a very historic night too, with McDavid also two goals away from 60. Like what are we doing here? Like how, how is this game? And obviously at the start of the season, they don't know it could, this could be the game, but just sure. If you want to start the game a little bit later, it is where it is. Start at eight o'clock, but eight fifty-two. did you say? I'm going to this game. I'm not excited for that at all anymore, <laughs> but man, like I was talking about this at the office today too, actually. So how is this helping? Like you got this guy who's going to go on, who's going to try and break the record. He, especially after what happened today, they're probably going to put a, a stamp on it on Wednesday. You'd feel like so. 
yeah, it's just, it's a terrible luck for the NHL. And I was talking to Nick Alberger about this too, when he was in town from Leafs nation and cause he used to work or works for the NHL or something. I can't remember, but how is this like the schedule sometimes on the nights, like Friday nights, Friday night, there was three gate. There was four games. Three of them started at five. One of them started at eight o'clock and it was Anaheim versus Columbus. <laughs> like, come on. Like, it, yeah, it's important for who's going to get Connor Bedard, but about nothing else. How do you not have a showcase game at 7 p.m.? Like, it's no surprise that the NHL keeps losing traction on this league as a whole and trying to market it in multiple ways because they can't even put together a good schedule for their own teams. It's, it's crazy. But again, not surprising, much like the officiating on most nights. The uh, double header that night will feature the Penguins and Avalanche, which should be a good game. And then, yes, Oilers Coyotes at 830, which is going to be pushed back to around 850. Uh, also of note for that game, uh, Leon title currently at goal 298 in his career. So he's a couple away from 300. Mm-hmm. Connor McDavid at 297. And I believe Evander Kane is right yeah. in there as well. So three Oilers. Um Probably not going to do it all in the same game, but you never know. Yeah, it would, it, it's it, it's the Coyotes, right? So maybe it'll happen. Uh, yeah, a lot of people kind of upset about that time. We'll still be on here. We'll be getting on at like way too late. Yeah, it's like eleven thirty or something. Okay, well we have a couple extra coffees there. Uh, Tom Tom Club says it's seven thirty for Vancouver. Seven fifty two. Tom, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be decent for them, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, uh, why don't we bring in our producer Aaron right now? Aaron, uh, you want to hop on with the guys here? Hello, hello, gentlemen. What's up, Aaron? Good to see you. How you doing? <clears throat> Dude, I'm buzzing after that game. I feel like I still haven't come down. I feel like I still got the shakes going on. And it seems I, to be the same in the chat here. It's funny because before the game gets going, you and I like, were in here just kind of chatting about stuff. And I was watching you for your reaction <laughs> just to see like, oh, maybe they're going to score here. And then my TV is about a minute delayed. So you watched my reaction. Uh, good to see Darnell on there. This is a, you know, we talked with the confidence, but just good for him to get that goal. Man, it's awesome. You love to see it. I mean, the first thing me and you said in here right after was, I can't wait to see the reaction in the chat and see if we get any Darnell Nurse hate tonight. But I don't think we have. And I mean, to be honest, lately, Darnell has looked, he's looked pretty damn good to me. You know, I'm not noticing the usual mistakes. I don't know if that's the Ekholm effect that maybe he's taking some minutes away from him. But after a night like that and a finish like that, Danny put the cherry on top. It was fantastic. What a night. Uh, the flames down eight to two. So if you want to log on Twitter, everyone's going to be like you eight to see it. But, uh, yeah, looks <laughs> like, uh, man, the LA Kings starting to figure it out at the right time. Uh, a couple of things we should get to, uh, I'll, I'll, I don't know, Aaron, let's start with you. How was the, uh, the, the nation birthday bash? Uh, it was, it was a good time. Lots of, man, I just got to say shout out to the nation citizens. Cause mm-hmm. it was so much fun to like, actually, you know, meet everybody in person. And, you know, I believe Liam, do we give Lance a birthday shout out? Lance. Uh, yeah, we got on Lance's birthday video, which was really good. Someone who's in there literally every single day to chat with us and keeps it optimistic about the Oilers. So more than happy to send a birthday message message his way. Yeah, we appreciate you, Lance. But yeah, man, it was a good time. And I mean, it always helps with a win. But as Liam said, it was great. We had the guys from Leafs Nation out. We had everybody. We had the giant ice luge going. Mm. And we had the boys behind the bar. Tyler in the romper, pouring drinks. Like, what more could you ask for? Man, Lance got a shout out on AM radio and now YouTube. Like, 
Did he really? <laughs> good, uh, good little stretch there for Lance. Uh, Liam, how, how was your experience there? Were you bartending? Were you doing street team? What were you up to? No, actually, I was. Um, I was kind of just sat amongst people. Like a lot of a lot of people sat in the back with the Germans, but I sat with my family in kind of the main area and got to meet a lot of people, which was really cool. Uh, Michael, Jesse, Kimberly, with a few names that I met and. It, it was just cool. It's it's super weird, you know, because we do this every single day and we go into the office and we see the same people and you know people listen, but sometimes it's just a number on a spreadsheet. Yeah. And then you actually meet people and you're like, wow, people actually really give a shit about us. And it's it's kind of it's kind of funny and it's super appreciated. I know my parents are like, it's it's amazing that you sold out this entire bar and people were still showing up, like, oh, can we get in? Like there was a lot of people who just like couldn't come and i think the nation is huge and it's growing in such a positive way like we have people in germany for crying out loud who write about the edmonton oilers like there's a video on the Oilers nation twitter right now of the germans reaction to the overtime goal and it literally just brought a smile to my face that you can just have so much joy watching the oilers play and like all that stuff and i think that's just what saturday showed me as well like we saw clem costin spin around in a circle and the whole bar went nuts while the fire alarm was going off and nobody reacted everyone was just <laughs> excited to be there and it, it was just awesome and it's just such a such a positive environment to be in and i love you all yeah i said and for what a, what a day like it was 2 p.m the day after St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and that place was still packed. Like we still sold it out. So props to everybody. Thanks for coming and can't wait to do that again. Yeah, I might have to set up the 16th birthday next year. And uh, you know what? Just as we're talking about the Germans who have been absolutely awesome. I mean, the content mm-hmm. they give is great, but obviously good luck charms. I heard they're 4-0 and at the games they've been to. Maybe the next nation vacation, oh. a German trip. I mean, that could be a good that time. That would be special. I didn't. Do you know the cool thing about the Germans? And I, I didn't know this until they came over. I, I honestly just thought it was a bunch of friends, but they are like from all over Germany. Like they see each other like two or three times a year. They're friends because of the Edmonton Oilers, <laughs> which I think is just a, a cool little wrinkle to it all. And they, they were pumped to just be involved. Lars is in a band, Orange Sector, I believe they're called. Apparently, they're massive in Germany. I was looking them up. It looks like they're huge in Germany and. They have a song called Join the Nation, which is just a German song about joining the nation. So it's they are just a bunch of cool guys and boy oh boy, they it seems like they've met the world whilst they've been here. It's been a, it's been very cool to be around them. Can we give them some love? Oh like, yeah. I don't want to like get sued or anything, but check them out. <laughs> Okay, I think everyone's got to go download that song. So there you go. Just get pumped up. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, well, when my new alarm, that's gonna be my new wake up (laughs) alarm. That's perfect. (laughs) When that happens, when Oilers Nation travels across the pond to Germany. It'll be an experience powered by AMA travel. Uh, you can bet on that one for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think we've kind of taken care of everything. Is there a Liam, anything you want to get to here before we wrap up tonight? Um, I think I'm in the clear for everything, Connor. I'm going to write an article this week about NCAA free agents that the others could possibly be targeting. I don't know. I don't know if they will, but it's just some ideas who they could go out there and get. They definitely need some right-handed help in the in the prospect pool. So 
couple of good options out there. Tyler and I will have Oilers Nation every day, every day this week, and then two Oilers Nation radios this week too. So busy week in the office, but another fun one after the Oilers win. I got one thing that Liam may be forgetting. What about your short park crusaders there, Liam? Ah, yes. Big game seven tomorrow against the Murray Oil Baron. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for that one. I'll I'll be the D-Wade in this one. Um, Yeah, big game seven tomorrow. Boys went up to Fall McMurray and got the win last night. I think they won 4-2. So let's get it done at the Randy Rosen rink. 7 p.m. puck drop. You can get your tickets online. I'll just buy them at the door. It'll, It'll be really fun. But you will not see me until the second period if the boys are up 2 nothing because I am not superstitious. I am incredibly superstitious, and I am not jinxing this for them tonight. And Aaron, if, they win, nope. if they win, Spruce Grove versus Shore Park and then the second round. So that'll be fun. Um, that'll be a good one. Uh, Aaron, yeah. you got anything you want to get to here? Anything you want to plug tomorrow? Nope, just plug the crew. I think I'm actually going to go and cheer on the boys myself. I live like two minutes away from the arena. So I think it's a good time to show my crew loyalty for game seven. Got it. Got it. Now, should we plug the Discord? Sure. Yeah, they love it. Yeah. I'm in uh, there. You're in there, Connor? Yeah, it goes it goes nonstop. Like it just, they're, they, they don't stop talking. It's good. So if you want to get in on that, uh, I'm you guys, I don't know how to, how to get them in on it. If someone wants to join the discord, the discord, what do they do? They go to uh QF pros Twitter, I believe. And it's in the bio. I think that's how they, they've been promoted in the chat. They can't put it in the chat because they'll just get deleted by YouTube. It's just whatever it is, but it is, uh, I've heard, I've heard a lot of positive was, was telling me about it today too. So maybe, maybe I got to jump in there. Gotta do it. I just wish I could tell you guys how to, but thankfully you guys know technology better than I do. Okay, before we wrap up here, then uh, Liam, let's get one Betway pick, nineteen plus. Do so responsibly and one score prediction for the Oilers and Coyotes Wednesday night, eight fifty-two start. Uh, well, I'm expecting Stuart Skinner, so <laughs> better be. <laughs> be a few less goals allowed for the Oilers. I'm gonna go. With a nice, do you know what? Arizona's been not bad recently to give them some credit. I think it'll be 5 2 for the Oilers. And uh, McDavid will hit 60 on Wednesday. I like it. Aaron, what do you think? Yeah, um, I could definitely see Connor getting 60 on Wednesday. I don't know why. I'm just getting the same vibe. It seems like the team to do it against, and maybe they'll be feeding them. But you know me, I'm a sucker for the over. So once again tonight, I parlayed Oilers' money line and the over. And I swear if the Oilers win, the over cashes. Those two just go hand in hand. So I'm probably going to go back again on Wednesday and do that. But I might sprinkle a little on Connor two goals, speak it into existence. I'm 100% doing it. There's, I have to. I'm going to the game. I want to win this history, Connor. I know you're watching. Get it done Wednesday. (laughs) I thought you were talking to me there for a second. I'm, like, hey, I'm watching. You, you got to get mine on the inside. Uh, <laughs> Connor's uh, watching the show. Connor's in the Discord. We all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just trying to, trying to totally jump in, right? To, anyways, Coyotes, winners of four straight, uh, six, two, and two. So people had asked, are they playing better? They are playing better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Bright future. When they get Austin Matthews and Connor Bedard, it's going to be a really good thing. I'm going to take a Zach Hyman goal. It's going to count against the Coyotes and a 5-2 Oilers win. 
And with that, uh, I think we'll be done tonight. 11.15. So thank you to everyone who stayed up late uh, to chat with us. We appreciate it as always. Uh, man, it's going to be a late one next uh, next game, Wednesday night. Like we've said, 8.52 start. Uh, we'll be going until after midnight on that one. So uh, Aaron and I will have our coffee. Liam, you'll be at the game, so you won't join us. I'm not <laughs> okay. too sure who's in with us on Wednesday. Uh, Aaron, off the top of your head, do you know? I bet I can find out in two seconds. I joined the Discord. I did. Hey, I just joined as we were doing it. So I'm curious to see how this all all occurs. But I'm expecting a lot of good positivity in there. Yeah, I'm going to get in there too. I got to get in there too. But we're joined by the one, the only Matt Wozniak on Wednesday <laughs> nights. The Woz. I didn't even know his first name was Matt. So that's uh, good to know. Um, also, you know, maybe on Wednesday, you want a good pregame meal, you head over to Oodle Noodle. And when you go to any location in Edmonton, they're giving away a free Oilers Nation sticker to all fans. So visit an Oodle Noodle location today, snag a sticker and some tasty noodles. With that, uh, we'll wrap this one up. We will chat with you on Wednesday. We'll meet you in dis- the Discord. The Discord? Yep. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. Aaron. All right. We'll talk to you guys all there and uh, keep this party going. Thank you for tuning in to Oilers Nation After Dark. On behalf of Liam, Aaron Bordado, I'm Connor Halley. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 